Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show. But I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a wait list for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. 
We'll be right back to today's show, but before we do, I want to let you know that you can get a free copy of my first book, Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma, when you leave a review for the podcast on Apple Podcast, either on desktop or on your phone. All you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts, look up Think Unbroken, click follow in the top right, and then go and leave a review at the bottom. And when you leave that review, screenshot it and send it over to book.thinkunbroken.com where you can upload your contact and mailing information, and we will send you a free copy of this award-winning best-selling book, absolutely free, including shipping. Just go to book.thinkunbroken.com to upload your screenshot review from Apple Podcast for the Think Unbroken podcast. And until next time, my friend, be unbroken. I'll see you. You're listening to the Think Unbroken podcast, and I'm your host, Michael Unbroken. I'm an author, speaker, coach, and advocate for adult survivors of childhood trauma and abuse. In this podcast, you will learn how to transform your trauma into triumph, turn breakdowns into breakthroughs, and go from victim to being the hero of your own story. You can learn more at thinkunbrokenpodcast.com, and of course, check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify at Think Unbroken Podcast. Hey, what's up, Unbroken Nation? Hope that you're doing well wherever you are in the world today. I'm very excited to be back with you with another episode with my guest and friend, entrepreneur, Sam Taggart. Brother, how are you? So good. Dude, I'm so happy you're here. Thank you for coming. Thank you for showing up. Um, You and I connected. I was invited out by a mutual mentor of ours, David, to your event in Salt Lake City and got to see you do the thing that you do. And so I don't know you from Adam at this point, interacting and connecting with you. And I believe one thing about the universe, like energy tells you the truth about people. Amen. And how do I know this? Because when I sucked, I was around people who sucked. When I sucked less, I was around people who sucked less, right? We all suck a little bit, right? But what I saw in you and your energy and what you do is powerful leadership. And this thing about this person who is driven to go create, do, and build the life that they're destined to have. And that's like the 10,000 foot view. I don't know you, right? I don't know you in that moment, but I see that. What's something about Sam that I would need to know and understand to know and understand who you are today? I think like the core values in which I operate my life from. So, you know, I'm a high achievement in the sense of I like getting stuff done. I like creative another one. So creativity, experience and alignment. And, you know, if you, if you want to know how to live, so I just wrote a book, it just launched on Amazon and our website or whatever, it's called the self experience. And, you know, a lot of people know me as the door to door guy, you know, sales guy, throw conferences and all that stuff. But what they don't know, like behind the closed doors, it's like, I'm just trying to live my best life every day. You know what I mean? I think like so many people, they grind, they grind, they grind. And I'm like, but if I'm grinding and I can't live, then I don't yeah. like this. And if I'm ever in a place where I can't do the things I want to do with the people I want to be with and when I want to do it, I need to reassess my life. And that's really the alignment piece of just like, you know, am I, am I being an instrument in God's hands? Am I being an in ultimate integrity? And, you know, I look for opportunities to just pr- create space and, an opportunity for myself and others to just go experience life in a more fulfilled way. Cause I feel like so many people are lost and drifting and 
kind of stuck and I'm like permission to wake up like mm. let's go so it's a big a big passion of mine yeah that permission comes internally though yeah you know I, I think people even and here's the the dichotomy of what I'm about to say I realize like I have built this show this platform think unbroken the coaching the speaking on stages the writing books I've done all of this in the hope of showing people possibility but ultimately it lies within all of us yeah and I don't know about you, but the person I am today I could never have imagined this being who I am. And it was with and creating intention and clarity that I've been able to walk down this path. How did this is the question I want to ask you is very specific because I think people who perhaps don't know you from the outside looking in will make massive assumptions about your journey. How did you become you? That, that's the book. <laughs> so we go get the book because I was like, well, that's a lot to unpack. Um, it's when I figured that a Sam is a Sam and I stopped trying to become everybody else. So I think there's an element of like so many people try to belong to something. And I think that's where we get in trouble is I stopped trying to belong to this church, belong to this team, belong to this fan club, belong to this profession, belong to this. You know what I mean? Like, it's almost like we attached because we're seeking validation. We're seeking answers. And I started to embrace the uncertainty, embrace the curiosity, embrace the maybe not knowing the gray and just being like, a Sam's a Sam and Sam's going to do what a Sam's going to do. And when I started accepting that and giving myself permission to not have to give answers, everybody's like, well, what do you mean? Like, everybody's like, is she your wife? Is she your girlfriend? Is she, what, what is she? I'm like, all of it. She's, she's just my lover. I was like, we kind of got married, but not like legally on a paper. We throw multiple weddings and we've gotten engaged, I don't know, probably a hundred times. I ask her every day, <laughs> but she's also my girlfriend. <laughs> like, what do you want me to say? And I think so many people are like, oh, well, how, how, how do I make of this? And I'm like, whatever you want. I don't care, <laughs> but I know what it is. You know what I mean? So like we try to give these explanations and the humankind has tried to give explanations because everybody wants to point a finger at something and say that like, I need something to explain it. Hence why we made words that explain something. Hence why we made, you know, uh, books that try to give you the step-by-steps. And I'm like, I think life's a little bit more fluid, a less step-by-step, less rigid. And so I think I've become who I am through a sequence of experiences in life. It's compounding. But also just when I started to remember that I have unlimited power, I don't need to belong or attach or have some expectation set on me. And I get to hold the pen and draw out the life that I choose to draw. That's the ultimate goal, I think. And it should be for people to be able to escape the matrix, to stand in this life as the person that you choose to be. But dude, it's terrifying. It's scary. It's taking that. It's like the Indiana Jones, the leap of faith. You kind of just got to start walking and hope that, you know, trust God and surrender and be like, okay, come with me. And and the crazy hard stuff that comes at you, like, let's say you got robbed. It's like, you know, and, and when Christ says like, give him your cloak too or whatever. Right. And it's like, maybe that was just part of the journey. Like instead of seeing it as like so bad and good, why not just start seeing things as neutral and just being like, that just is, it's just what is like, I don't need to sit there and make it either bad or good. I just need to surrender and say, this is all part of my path. Yeah. This is great. When, when we hold on tight 
it's it's this I, I think about this all the time if if you hold sand in your hand you just let it be it will be but you close your hand you try to grip it you try to control it you will lose all of it mm. and and to me the thing that i've discovered is control you can control what you can control let's be very very clear about that but the the other pieces, the outliers in your life, your story, your journey, the more you try to control variables that you cannot control, the more disastrous your life becomes. Now, I think one of the things that I feared most looking at this through my own scope and my own lens is the identity of playing the role of victim, the identity of playing the role of corporate guy, the identity of playing the role of, you know, six foot four tattooed dude, like whatever that was, those were my identities letting go of those identities and just allowing fluidity, which I think is a really beautiful way to phrase this journey, allowing fluidity to be the thing that actually is my life set me free. However, getting there, that in its own right was a journey. Mm. How did you get here? Yeah, so I, uh, so I did door-to-door sales my whole life, which I'm going to kind of run the analogy of kind of this carnivore hunter 1099 entrepreneur type world. And it helped me because I, I think a lot of people take the W2 route. Like I sold curbs through high school. Then I did alarm sales in Texas. Then I did solar sales, you know, and, and so I've always had to eat what I kill. And then I started to realize life is much more that way than you think in all aspects, whether it's fitness, family, relationship, like wh- whatever it is, it's like every opportunity you want and to get to me where I'm at, where I've, you know, got a lot of money and have a good life and, you know, have a cool b- couple of businesses and um, is being willing to go knock the door. It's just going to be and say, I want to start a company. I'm going to go knock the doors and figure out how to go start the company. I want to go build an app. I want to go f- knock some developers doors and figure out what which ones are good and sell them on discounts and pay them and figure it out. Right. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a resourceful human. And, you know, so I. I I think a lot of times people are like, oh, how did the successful become successful? What they don't see, they see the highlight reels. Like we see the, you know, the ESPN top 10 plays and this and that, but they're not showing the workouts that these guys are doing day in and day out in the gym twice a day. And they're just like showing the, the, the sweet dunk or the sweet touchdown pass or whatever. Right. And I'm like, yeah, but I, I, I keep knocking doors every freaking day. Like I'm, I'm constantly out there grinding and saying, Hey, how do I go create the life that I want, and then find equanimity and like an equilibrium essentially between that like achievement where I'm like, I'm going to go freaking chase after some awesome goals and, and do some cool things like writing books or, or, or selling big clients. And, you know, like yesterday we, we made a ton of money selling in this conference and it was like, that was a goal of mine. I was like, I want to hit this number. And, um, but I've been chasing that for a while, you know what I mean? And, you know, then, there's the element of alignment where I've watched myself get down the wrong path. And so that's taken some cool pivots where I've gone through divorce and I've had, you know, lost hundreds of thousands of dollars with the wrong people and partners and had the moments of trials and, and just smackdowns, you know what I mean? Like everybody else, like they, a lot of people look at me and they're like, Oh, you're the privileged white kid that grew up in park city. And I'm like, no, I, I, my parents didn't give me shit. like, yeah, I grew up in a really, cool environment that was not the typical you know grew up in brooklyn in the bronx and had no money like but my parents had to teach me how to work and then i had to go through life's experience to get where i'm at you know what i mean i I think a lot of people get handheld 
to a certain point and then at some point they get like dropped off and then it's like oh crap I gotta like I have to do some stuff and I think that school of hard knocks that I went through my whole career gave me that resilience of getting knocked down getting back up again getting knocked down getting up back up again and just that resiliencedness taught me how to go achieve what I what I want I had the honor of getting to meet your parents uh, at the event that you held and I asked your dad a question I don't know if you know I did this or not I asked your dad a question. I said, why are your children so successful? And success is relative, right? Let's, yeah, yeah. let's be very clear about that. And he said, because I let them fail. Yeah. He was the guy that was willing to be like, yeah, like I, I remember buying my first house. My dad was a broker. And I'm like, hey, dad, can I use your brokerage and just keep the commissions and buy a house? And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, will you co-sign on the loan? No. <laughs> He's like, call a realtor and let them get their commission and it'll pay it'll pay for itself. Because if you get a good realtor, he's going to, you know, find the right deal and negotiate and he'll pay for himself. I was like, well, and I had to go find a realtor on the Internet. Ended up getting hosed on the realtor. He lied to me a bunch of bunch of stuff. And I got kind of got into a bad situation on my first property. I was like. But then I'm like, okay, I, I went through that and I was resourceful and I figured out how to get financing without having, you know, I was a 1099, needed two years of tax returns. Like I had to figure out how to go get my first house where, you know, I watch parents today afraid to let their kids fail. And I'm like, thank you. Like I literally sent them a message three days ago and said, I really appreciate like how you just held space, watched us get our faces kicked in. And then loved and loved and loved us regardless. You know what I mean? On the wins, they love us. And on the dark moments, they loved us. And it was always love. That's powerful. What, you know, being a father, having a family, what is something that you thought parenting was that it actually isn't? Okay. So I've had this moment of like, I thought parenting, you know, you, you see why parents kind of get depressed as the kids move out and they're like, it's so sad. It's so this. And it's like, Oh, they don't love me anymore. And I'm like, I, I kind of had, that was the mentality of like, Oh, like I'm their parents like forever. Like I, you know, and, and I am, I'm like, I'm their dad. Like that won't ever change biologically. I'm their dad. But I think we, as I've grown up and got a different relationship with my parents, I'm realizing we're all souls just in different timelines. And I just happened to steward these kids and I'm just have a responsibility over these kids for a short period of time in this whole eternity. Right. And I'm putting them through a journey. That's really small journey in comparison to their entire timeline, like their lifetime, let alone eternity. And I just have to do a good job to hold space for them. But once they grow up they're like, even now they're their own souls through their own journeys. And I don't control that. And I don't own that. I'm just holding space. And a lot of times I'm insecure. Like I look at my dad right now and I'm like, he needs love. He needs encouragement. He needs guidance, vision, uh, you know, challenge. Even though I'm how many years younger, you know what I mean? And I'm like, we get insecure. We get intimidated to, you know, we had a couple of our clients' parents and our employees' parents come to this conference. There's a 77-year-old dude there. There was an 80-year-old dude there yesterday. I'm like, they're probably looking at me being like, who's this like weird little kid jumping up here on the stage and like blowing minds? You know what I mean? And I'm like, they're looking for support too. Just because they're 60 years old doesn't mean they got it all figured out. Mm. And we make assumptions of our parents and we make assumptions of our kids. And there's a reason why 
Christ was always like, hey, be as a little child, because they got things way more figured out sometimes than we think. Yeah. I think about that all the time. I don't have children, but if slash when I do, the one thing that I always sit in is like, let them be humans. Yeah. Let Because they are going to, and what I love about kids, they have no filter, so they'll yeah. say whatever the f*** they want. Which is, a, which in my opinion, is permission for us. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like, why do we dance around insecurities being like, hey, you're fat. Like, you know, a little kid comes up to a guy and he's like, why are you so fat? The, the guy probably needed to hear that. Yeah. Like, no offense, but, like, does he want to be fat? He probably isn't happy being fat. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But but we're like, oh, I don't want to piss him off, and this world's too brittle. But yeah. kids are unfiltered. They're unapologetic. They're emotion. We get taught our whole lives to be, like, be postured and poised and don't yeah. show emotion and be so hard. When it's like kids are feeling, but we forget to feel. Like, I forget mm. to feel sadness. Mm. But kids will cry and they'll feel sadness. I forget to get angry when I get pissed off because I'm like, oh, I can't like lose my temper. I'm like, but they lose their temper and they get angry. And I'm mm -hmm. like, good for them. Yeah. Life's meant to have feelings of emotion. You know, like the lessons you can learn from a kid is, is endless. And it is like, you're like, they just have life so simple. You're like, yeah, but maybe we just overcomplicated it and we should probably go back to being simple. Dude, a hundred that is such a great point. And and I agree with you. Like I, I remember when I was because I was morbidly obese, I've shared it many, many times on this show. Uh people may know of David Goggins and he talks about looking in the mirror and be like, You're fat. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a hard truth, but it changed my life when I was willing to acknowledge it. Yeah, it's like you can either accept it or not. It's like, but the kid's going to just say it how it is. Yeah, exactly. And and kids also, what I think is really fascinating is, and I think if we can be more childlike, we can remember that we can still chase our dreams. Most of us feel so trapped, dude, just so trapped in this idea. And the idea is like, get the wife, get the kids, white picket fence, enjoy the middle class, die. And, and I remember distinctly being a child and always feeling to myself growing up homeless and in poverty. I mean, I had to steal food to survive. I lived with strangers. Like the list goes on and on and on. It was just pure freaking chaos. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. for me as a kid and for me what happened is i got the resiliency of being like it. like that is my superpower sam i'm like it. let's see what happens people are my, i mean i've spoken on stages and two people and ten thousand, and people are like how do you do that aren't you scared i'm like every day in everything i do constantly just speaking at an event this past week 400 people in the room terrified but i'm like and 
we're scared all the time as kids. We fall off our bikes, we skin our knees, we bang our heads, we jump off the roof with a freaking trash bag thinking we can fly. And as adults, we get mm -hmm. indoctrinated into fear. Don't do it. I wouldn't do that if I were, how, dude, how many times have you heard I wouldn't do that if I were you? Oh, so many times. Like, and I have to be really conscious as a parent because as much as we say, you know, hey, like, we have to retrain train our language. We have to retrain us, what our parents, like, oh, you can't. Oh, that's not possible. Oh, don't do that. I wouldn't do that. And like you just said, and you're like, well, why not? And I kind of had a chip on my shoulder. Like, I was the competitive, like, mm. rebellion. I was always at the principal's office. I was always held <laughs> I could see that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I was just the class clown. You know, and I was like, uh, whatever. I hate rules. Like, even today, we whipped out a table and put it out in the middle of the pool. And we're like, <laughs> that's it. I'm like, so, it, like, we have to be really conscious as parents. Because are we reconditioning the kids and taking the gift that they have, which is this abundance this creativity this you know big thinking and are we limiting it and are we conditioning are we the problem and i think the problem is, is we have a parenting problem is because we stick video games in their hand and we're like go just consume and we stick you know bad belief systems because of our insecurities and we didn't have it made mm -hmm. so we're not all put together so then we program our kids not to be put together and it's like well if they if we can't then they can't and so it's like hold on Careful when you say, like, don't, and you can't, and you wouldn't do that. And you're like, wait, what if they did? Yeah. Jordan Peterson has a phenomenal line in one of his books. I believe it's the 12 Steps. Um, and he says, let children, it's effectively let children fail. If they're playing safely, you don't have to always rescue them. You don't always have to save them. The the I'm paraphrasing because I can't remember the quote off the top of my head. But, you know, I, I think that we play it safe too often as an adult. I mean, even like you're in a position where you've been able to create success, you've been able to build life, you've been able to do something that you felt within you. And then it's like, what happens? I see this all the time, dude. I have rationalized in my journey this concept of a 37-year plan. And what that means is no matter what I do, I will still be 37 years away from my goals mm -hmm. because they're always changing, always evolving. I've removed time. I've made it a non-negotiable in the equation. Like it doesn't matter. It's like, just keep moving forward. How do you continue to step into curiosity? How do you continue to keep growing when most people would be like, dude, shouldn't you be comfortable? Like you're good. Like you're the, you're the door guy. Like so, you're the guy, like, why would you even bother? Sam? Yeah. Why break into other things? Why? Like, I'm literally recreating all the time. And it goes to your book. I haven't read your book, but I'm assuming the concept of unbroken. And it's like, um, the, the, the big problem. And so I have a nonprofit called Street Smarts. And it's helping educate youth and children how to start little door-to-door -door businesses like curb painting, lawn mowing, window cleaning, car detailing, where they'll go and knock and they'll, they'll, they'll make money right now. Like, because that's how I got my start. And I was like... Me getting my face kicked in over and over again, over again was breaking me. But the reality is it was building me. And so, you know, you hear the, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Yeah. You know, and it's there's a book called Anti-Fragility or Anti-Fragile. Yeah. And it's a great one. And I'm assuming similar in line of we're one of the only things to exist that the more you break us, the stronger we get. Mm -hmm. So if you're like, the world is a brittle place because it's too afraid to get broken and it's too afraid that it's dancing on eggshells all the time, 
because it's nervous it's going to hurt somebody's feelings it's nervous it's going to break something it's nervous it's going to piss somebody off and too too many people are afraid to take an opinion and so you're like wait a minute if i don't jump off the cliff if i don't risk like take snowboarding if i love snowboarding if i don't practice a 360 and know that i have to try the 360 and i'm going to fail my first few times and i'm going to get hurt my first few times i'll never ever be able to do a 360 and then I'm like, oh, cool, I can consistently do 360s. All right, now let's do 720s. And then I'm going to get hurt. I'm going to fall on the first couple 720s. But I'm never going to be able to do 720s until I try to the 720s. Does that make sense? But it's going to come with some pain because falling on a big jump is not fun. But I look at when I broke my arm and my pelvis and I was in a wheelchair for three months in high school, I'm like, that's my fun story I like to tell. I look back on that time and I'm like, yeah, I learned how to do Rubik's Cube, balloon animals and crochet. <laughs> and like, you know, I had to like, for me, it was what a fun time. I broke myself, but guess what? Now I got a sweet scar to tell and it's a cool story. And I, not a lot of people can say they crochet. Yeah. And so I think we should embrace the breaks because that's what's going to create opportunity. That's what's going to create resilience. And that's what's going to build us into the characters in which we are. What do you, people share the highlight reel. We talked about this, the top 10, the ESPN, the five home runs in one day, right? Yes. How do you handle the failures? Like, because you and I both know this as entrepreneurs. I've been, my, it's oddly enough, we have a commonality. Like I made my first money knocking doors as a Boy Scout. Love that. Right? And then it turned into, because of the circumstances of my childhood, stealing candy from the big lots on the third corner of 30th and Georgetown in Indianapolis, walking around, knocking on all the doors in my neighborhood selling and candy. selling the candy. 100% profit margins, by the way. Solid. I don't advise it, but that's what I had to do to survive. But there were Dude, there's other ways to do that. Like I have a friend, she'll, well, I don't know, friend, but anyway, I know this girl and she'll go get free cats on, on uh, KSL and like Craigslist. And then she resells them and she just takes better pictures. The cat arbitrage game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> There's ways to make money doing there it. There are. Free and well, we didn't have Craigslist uh, when I was a kid yeah. either. Right. But, but my point is like in that journey and in that process, I, I learned resiliency. I learned how people would say no, even how mean people could be to little kids. And I also learned like sometimes, man, the successes would feel really good. You remember the first time somebody would be like, yeah, I'm gonna give you an extra $10. Oh. And you're like, this is the greatest experience of my life. We call that bala bonus. Yeah. You got a bala bonus. <laughs> and you get that moment, but here's what happens. They, they start to become fleeting as you become an adult because the goals are bigger. The the mountains you have to climb are much more treacherous and dangerous. And the falls, the spills, hurts hard. man, they're set of three months, maybe it's nine months in that wheelchair. How do you handle that, man? Because you're, you're failing at bigger levels now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've had some investments go bad. I've had businesses crash. I've had, you know, tons of money go into one thing and it just never go anywhere. I've had partnerships fail. I've had to fire people. I've had, you know what I mean? Like lots. And the first step would be just don't 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 consider them failures. Consider them lessons. Yeah, but how do and, you and, how do you and, reconcile yeah, yeah. that? Yeah, though? but it's it's an attitude. So it's like when shit hits the fan, it's funny. Like I was getting snipped, and they're sitting there cauterizing my ball sack, <laughs> and I just start laughing. And he's like, "Why are you laughing?" I was like, "I don't know. I just like I know this sucks and it's hurting, and it's just like." And they're like, "But this is a weird reaction, dude. Nobody sits there and laughs while their ball sack gets fired up." 
And I'm just like, and I'm like, but it's funny. Like, it's like, you know, and I just have to take this reframe of like, let's think about this objectively. I'm sitting here on a table. This chick comes in and fluffs my sack. And then all of a sudden this dude starts firing up this like torch flamethrower. And I'm like <laughs> lying there. Like, and I was like, but, but I could have looked at this thing. It's like, what am I looking at? The glass half full or glass half empty? And I'm like, but it's five minutes of hell for a freaking lifetime of freedom. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, so I just start laughing. I'm like, how many people come in here and go, you play with their balls all day? Like, that's yeah. what he does, right? So it's just like, and I use that as that's a little <laughs> analogy, right? But I was like, I'm like, when it's the fan, you get to take a decision of how you perceive it. Does that make sense? Yeah. If you're the woe is me and I'm playing this victim and it all somebody else's fault and like you get hit by a car or whatever, you, like I, got, I broke my pelvis in high school and this is how I'm wired. I didn't say like, oh, I'm in a wheelchair for three months during ski season, basketball season, have to go get homeschooled. I literally can't go downstairs because a wheelchair doesn't go down my stairs. Mm. I learned how to crochet, do balloon animals in a Rubik's cube. Does that make sense? Like mm -hmm. it was like, what skills, what opportunities do I have in this scenario now? Mm. And I remember my parents and this is vivid. It was like, Sam never complained. Then all of a sudden I go back to school and I'm in a wheelchair. I'm the kid in the wheelchair. And I was like, who wants to give me a ride to class? We'd show up 30 minutes late to class every time. and be like, the, the elevator, you know, broke again. <laughs> and we would, he'd stand on the pegs on the back and we'd be doing wheelies down the freaking hallway making this fun. And then I'd find a dude in a wheelchair and he's permanently in wheelchairs at like a jazz game. And I'd be like, I'll race you, let's go. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, I'll be the cool guy in the wheelchair. But like, your circumstance is your circumstance. It's what you do in the perception in which you play in your circumstance. Whatever that is, is up to you. And that's how you make it the most of every moment. And so, like, people ask me, well, I don't wear a watch. You've got all these tattoos, so I don't. I can't focus on one. It just looks like a bunch of ink. I only got one. It's right here, right? And people, it's, it says now. And so I'm like, well, what time is it? It's now. Now is the time. And I can go on like, you know, back in my old days, I used to show sheepskin over them mountains and I can always be living in the past. <laughs> or I could be like one day, one day, one day. Or it could be like right now, my legs are broken and I have, you know what I mean? The thing sucks and I just got screwed out of millions of dollars or whatever the thing is. Now what? Does that make sense? Like the opportunistic being able to live in the present, not in the past, not in the future, and I call that what I call that the is line. So what is, and just playing the is line. And the more we can find the is line, the happier we'll find ourselves. Yeah, I love that. One of the things that I do when I go to restaurants, you know, you put your name on the list, you put the time, I put now. I have no idea why. I have no idea where that came from. I remember one day I was just standing in line getting ready to go to this restaurant in Portland. And they had a list, like 20 names in front of me. Like we knew it was going to be a while, but it's Portland dining and there was a really nice restaurant. And we were like, let's just wait. Fine, whatever. And I put the time and I put now. And I remember my friend got mad at me. And they're like, why would you do that? I was like, because what time do you think it is? And that's what I think about every single day. Like dep depression is being focused on the past. Anxiety is being focused on the future. And it's like those things don't matter because they don't actually exist. They're not existent. How, how do you... As you continue to move forward, you build life, you're trying to uh, effectively elevate and become the next level of you. How do you know if you're going in the right direction? Because I think this is one of the pe places people get most lost. How do you know if you're, if you are Samming? It's a great question. Alignment is one of my values. And so 
if you ask yourself with the decisions you're making, do they check in with my higher mission, purpose? Are they self-serving or, or are they inward or outward? Are they, is it, is it going to reflect, you know, a one year, a five year, you know, I always look at like, how is this going to impact me five years from now? Mm. If I go down this path and then I look at the compounding element. So take like porn. I used to have a porn problem, right? And it was like, you know, you, you think of like the impact of your emotional dopamine, your love making, your relationship and the insecurity. And now I'm like, I'll even look at a chick on Instagram too long. And I'm like, D, I, I'm so sorry. Like, you know what I mean? Because I'm like, that's going to open up this and it's going to live a little leeway. And then it's going to open up this and it's going to open up this. And then it's going to go down this path and it's going to take away that connectability. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. so now I started to just be some impeccable integrity and say, how do I live my life so congruent to where I'm not like ever karmatically going to call in? And people mm. are like, well, you yeah, have it so easy. I'm like, because I protect my karma like no other's business. Yeah. <laughs> and I make sure I spread love, think love, have faith-based things, not like fear-based all the freaking time. And if I go down a path of fear, I go down a path of, you know, gray lines. I go down a path of wrong relationships with bad people. I'm like, get the right people around you to call you and put you in check which that's why I'm my chief alignment officer. That's what I call D. And I'm like, keep me in check. And yeah. I'm, I'm not afraid of the feedback. And make sure that we're staying on this path because it's clear as day where we want to go. And we want to help and impact as many people as we can on this planet. Yeah, That's why we're here. I love we're that. The lighthouse. Man. You have to have that. It's funny. One of the tattoos, I literally have a lighthouse right here on Still, my arm because yeah. I believe in that so much. Be the light, be the guide, be the person that you're capable of being. Live in integrity, honesty, self-actualization, truth, leadership. Those are my values. Yeah, one of my one of my mantras is, where's the Christ in you? Mm. Christ was a couple thousand years ago. Cool, that would have been dope walking around with him. But like, where's that in you? Like, be mm. the Christ in your environment, whatever that environment is, and what's your legacy language that you want to leave just like he left? Yeah. Yeah, we all have the power. Yeah. We all do. That's really beautiful, man. First, thank you for being here, brother. I appreciate it. I know you're in the midst of just the most chaotic week, but no, I love it. thank you for showing up. I, I know this is going to help people. Um, also want to thank you for being the first person in 700 episodes of this show to ever say ball sack. It means the world <laughs> to me. Um, <laughs> before I ask you my last question, can you tell everybody where they can find you? At the Sam Taggart on Instagram or uh, taggartexperience.com or I don't know, on, on YouTube, just look up Sam Taggart yeah. pop up. Amazing. And we'll put all the links in the show notes, guys go to thinkunbrokenpodcast.com. Look up Sam, this episode for these links and more. My last question for you, my friend, what does it mean to you to be unbroken? I think unbroken would be I'm assuming the opposite of broken, which essentially people think, you know, I've been broken, meaning they've been impacted by something. So it's taking away the impact that things and circumstances and people and words and choices make on you. So when you can unbreak yourself, it would be releasing those chains of all circumstances on you and realizing that you're not attached to anything and saying, I am me. And my body's only a vessel. You could cut my arms off. It doesn't change the soul. And so it's like the inner soul would be the thing that could only really, really start to allow people to unbreak themselves because the vessel is just carrying that soul. And so it's the practice of saying, 
I am not subject to any of this. I am in complete control. And it's more a frame of mind than it is, or a frame of perception and choice than it is a circumstance, physical thing, or, you know, financial outcome, or whatever that is. And it's just a frame in which you actually live your life. Mm. Brilliantly said, my friend. Thank you so much for being here. Unbroken Nation, thank you for listening. Please like, comment, share, subscribe, tell a friend. And remember, every time you share this, you're helping us move closer towards our mission of ending generational trauma, helping people transform trauma into triumph, breakdowns to breakthroughs, and to be the hero of their own story. And until next time, my friends, be unbroken. I'll see ya. Thank you so much for listening to Think Unbroken. Please share this episode with someone who could use it and help us move forward in our mission of ending generational trauma in our lifetime. And if you would, please take five seconds to pop on iTunes or Spotify, hit that five star, leave a review. And you can also reach out to us on social at Michael Unbroken or at Think Unbroken. And of course, you can check out our YouTube channel at Think Unbroken. Thank you for being a part of Unbroken Nation, my friends. And until next time, be unbroken. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program.